This is the She is Wise and Woo podcast with Ellie and Erin, bringing actionable tools and tips every week for busy women looking to live a more purposeful life. Join us as we share practical ways to support your wellness so that you can know yourself better, like yourself more and trust yourself fully. Hello and welcome to another episode of She is Wise and Woo. Today we're going to talk about something that to me is pretty fundamental to wanting to make change in life and yet it can be quite a challenge to actually really get your head around and understand and that is the the whole premise that we always have a choice and that may sound really kind of basic and a bit simple but actually I think it's something that people really struggle with understanding or at least implementing into their life because it is something where we actually have to take responsibility for the choices that we make and with that can come a whole load of stories that can uh, really scupper us basically but um, before we dive into that Erin how are you doing you have got lots going on at the moment haven't you my friend <laughs> Yeah, and I'm making a choice to not think about any of it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm well, thanks. Just lots lots happening all the time. Um, everything except sleep pretty much is happening in my house. So, um, yeah, it's a busy time. And uh, But, you know, all good. All, it's all part of a choice that we've made. So, you know, can't complain. And that choice is to leave New Zealand and to travel the world and all of the things that you have to do to get a house ready to leave and pack <laughs> yeah. and all of that stuff. So yeah. there is lots going on. So, um, yeah, sending you all the love nice. in the world and all the patience as well. Thank you. But diving into the subject that we're going to talk about today, choice, how does how do you feel about the fact that you actually get to choose how you show up in every situation, that you get to choose how you respond to to things. Does it feel easy to do? Is it difficult? Is it something you've I mean, learned? What what comes forward for you yeah, on this one? It's definitely something that I've learned. I think um I don't know if it's conditioning necessarily or if it's just how we are innately, but I think um we grow up with an uh, with a feeling of things happen to us. Um and you know we we're very reactionary. Um I think the more we do the work on ourselves, the more that we awaken, the more that we um, embody, you know, our spiritual selves and all of that good stuff, um, the closer we get to being in a place of being able to actually actively choose and and not react to things, um, but respond to things. Uh, And so, yeah, I think it's something that for me personally, it's taken quite a long time to learn, I think. but it is easier with time. Uh, and now I find myself reminding my children and my wife um, that they get to choose and that we get to choose. And, um, you know, we regularly have conversations about, yep, we, you know, going overseas, for example, is a little bit scary. Um, and it is, you know, we don't know what how it's going to work out and we don't know what we're going to do and all of that stuff, but we get to choose how we feel about that and we get to choose how we engage with that and um that's it's like it is really empowering to be able to make choices and actively make choices rather than sitting back 
playing the victim card and being like, oh, everything's happening to me and I don't have any control here. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, it does get easier, I think, but it is something that you have to actively practice um, in every area of your life, I think, before you can get to that place of comfort. Mm. But because it's so easy to slip back into old ways. And like you say, many of us are conditioned, A, to put everybody else's needs ahead of our own. But at the same time, that means we can almost hold other people responsible for things that happen to us. Mm-hmm. And I always remember reading in, when I was doing my training early, early on, it was almost like the first couple of pages that I was reading. And it was all about how that events and things don't have emotions. Like they don't have, there is nothing, you know, that, that makes them good or bad or sad or happy or anything like that. It, it's that it's whatever we put on it. And I just remember being really kind of blown away by such a simple statement, but how it's so true that we actually get to choose in every situation what we want to take from it or how we want to show up in it. And I think one of the biggest challenges around that is that it does mean that we have to start to take responsibility for ourselves and we have to take responsibility for the things that we say and the things that we think. And that at the same time is another thing that's quite challenging because everybody's, well, you know, I don't control my thoughts. They just come in and they're, they're there and all of that, that sort of stuff. But actually that is the case, but we get to choose on how long they settle or what we do with those thoughts. So just because we're having a thought, it doesn't mean it's us. It doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean that it's all that can be. It's simply a thought that is coming into our mind to probably try and make sense of what's going on around us. And you actually get to choose what you do with that. Does it help you? Does it empower you? Does it support where you want to be? And if it doesn't, tell it to bugger off because you actually don't have to carry that. You don't have to carry on that belief or that thought any further than it popping into your head. And I think that's a really important thing for people to to recognize and remember how much we can have control over the way we respond to things. We don't have to respond in any particular way if we don't want to. And yet the easiest thing is to just go with what we've always done. So I love that you talked about how it does kind of get easier the more you do it, because when you first start, it's actually kind of scary because you're having to actually choose to make choices. <laughs> mm. And the, the, the interesting thing for me with that is that, um, it's almost like our ego knows that we're trying to change things and that we're trying to take back the power because we will find ourselves challenged, especially if you're a people pleaser. Um, you will mm. find yourself challenged by the stories that you tell yourself after you've made a choice, especially if it doesn't work mm-hmm. out the way you want it to, right? So like if you make a choice and it doesn't work out the way you hoped or um, you know, someone else is unhappy with your choice and, and those sorts of things, you you can easily fall back into the old stories that you're telling yourself about, oh, well, I'm not good enough or, you know, people aren't going to like me and that sort of stuff. Um, and so it's almost like your ego is like, oh, hell no, we're not going down that path. Um, and so you really do have to challenge yourself to push through those um, and to be in a space of saying actually like that is just a story and I get to choose whether I listen to that or not. Mm. Um, so it's choice after choice after choice and it is an avalanche effect because the first choice that you make will require you to then make further choices. Um, yeah. But it does get easier with every choice you make and um, the more that you choose yourself, 
um, the more that the universe will support you when you make those choices. I think. Yeah, and I think one of the the things that you can do to make those choices easier is actually spend some time reconnecting with with who you really are. Like actually learning to listen to your intuition, learning to take notice of how you feel, what what's coming up for you. And often, you know, the first thoughts that we have, the first responses we have to things, they may feel a bit like almost confusing, but they're really worth listening to because that's where the that's where the instant like the connection to our deeper soul often is it comes to and then we cover it with every possible story, um like anecdotal evidence that we've created throughout our lives to make sure that we stay in our comfort zones. So actually, I think there's a there's a great book, and I'm not going to remember who who it's by at the moment. But it's the, um, in fact, I'm not even going to remember what it's called. But it's all about making a decision in the first five seconds because that's when like you're still you're just connected with you. You're not taking in all of the other, you know, crap around you. Quite simply, you're not taking in other people's thoughts and ideas and you know opinions. You're actually just making it straight away on you. I think maybe Mel Robbins. It might be the, the person who wrote it. I, I'll we'll research it and I'll put it in the show notes. So uh, do not fear. Um, but I think that's really true. And yet we don't we don't really allow ourselves to do that. And people say, well, I don't know. Like I, that always makes me kind of chuckle inwardly when clients say, oh, I don't know. It's like you do know. You're just not allowing yourself to know. Yeah. Like we you get so know. good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because when you know, you might have to do something. So we kind of try and keep ourselves in this perpetual state of unknowing so that we actually don't have to make difficult decisions or we don't have to make choices. And the other phrase that I think is really helpful is like when you're if you're being asked to make a decision and you can't make a decision, you're still making a decision. And I think people forget that. I think they think, well, I haven't made a decision, so therefore, you know, it's OK. It's like, no, no. You've chosen not to. You've chosen not to move yourself forward. You've chosen not to actually decide which route is best for you that doesn't mean you haven't made a decision you've you've chosen to be there and the more we can become aware of that and how much responsibility we can have in our own lives like we get to choose that's awesome that's so empowering and yet often it feels a bit big and scary so yeah that does feel big and scary we see you we hear you we get it but choose anyway (laughs) yeah well yeah i mean choosing not to take action is choosing inaction isn't it and Mm. Um, and often I think we we get stuck in that um, belief system that not taking action is I just haven't made a decision, but actually mm. I've chosen inaction. And uh, yeah, it's it's a a difficult one to wrap your head around unless you're really in the space of of desiring something different. Um, and, and you know, and I guess that comes back to the the uh, quote around you know if you always do the same thing, don't expect a different outcome, right? Um, yeah. It's very much a case of you have to choose something different if you want something different. Um, because yeah. if you continue to not make a choice, you're going to end up with the same thing every time because you've made a choice. So, yeah, it's it's making choices is a really, um, it's really confronting, I think, for people who haven't, really made choices and again I lean back into the people pleaser um, archetype there because I think that's really the kind of people who struggle to make choices um, or struggle to choose themselves probably more to the point 
um, is that they do get a little bit stuck in the that mindset of I can't make choices um, and that it can be really confronting when they're asked to make a choice. Uh, so if that's something that challenges you, the first thing to do is really just bring your power home and stop giving your power to everybody else. Um, and we have a great meditation for that. So if you would like that, send us a DM and we'll send it your way. Um, but I think the other part of it is just knowing, like you said, knowing who you are and, and what is important to you and going back to those core values and, and the things that are really important to you. And then that five second rule for me doesn't work necessarily because I'm a bit more impulsive than five seconds allows. But I think <laughs> that the joy of that is that when I do engage with that, it's always to go back to running the filter of is this something that aligns with my values? Is this something that will serve me? Is it something that will serve the people around me? Um, and, you know, going through that priority list of what's important and, and whether it's a, in alignment with the values that I want to live by. So, yeah, I love that you've mentioned values. And I think that's a whole separate podcast, to be honest. But once you are aware of your values, once you know what your core ones are, then you start to really notice when you're making decisions or when you're making choices that aren't aligned with them. And again, it, it's being able to sit with that discomfort. We have to be okay with things feeling uncomfortable because in that space, that is where we get to choose how to do things differently. If we avoid discomfort, we never have to make a decision. We never have to do things differently, but we will stay exactly where we are with possibly, you know, a slight, you know, flow either way, but nothing, nothing major will change until you're okay with things being not okay. And then that's the opportunity. And there's so much greatness in that space. But again, it, conditioning tells us we don't want to do that. And not even just societal conditioning, like biological conditioning is told us we have to keep ourselves safe. Like we have been, we have spent thousands of years doing things a certain way because that's meant that the human race has survived as it has. But I think it's now being able to be more discerning about when is it fear that's making a decision rather than actually what is my higher self? What is my inner voice telling me that I need to do? And the only way to get over making decisions from a place of fear is to just do them. Like you will only get through that is if you just keep doing it. If it feels scary, do it anyway. If it feels scary, do it anyway. Just keep on doing it because that is what is going to change it and make it less scary in the future. So go out, make good choices. Um, and one of them is listening to us. So well done. Tell your friends, invite more people to because we, um, we love to, to share what's going on with us. And we look forward to seeing you next week. for listening to she is wise and woo if you enjoyed today's episode please feel free to share like and review and don't forget to subscribe for more info about what we do visit our website awakeningthewisewoman.com and check out the show notes for all our links to our socials